Good day, everybody. This is Scott, your host of Cue the Smoke, and my guest right now is Jason, the producer. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful day for a drive, and it's a beautiful day to have a coach. Yeah, I, I was just sitting here at work, actually working on a database, and I just popped over and looked at my phone, and then I saw your notification. I'm like, what? Coach, what? Wait, oh, hang on. Wait a minute. So I start searching all over the web, and lo and behold, looks like all the rumors are pretty much confirmed i just went to mark's tweet tw uh, twitter page and said welcome to indy so i don't know if he'll blow me away with that one or i don't know what but <laughs> so it is what it is yeah yeah i uh, the news was just broken to me as well i had i'm on my way back to tennessee right now so first and foremost hopefully you guys can hear me uh pretty oh well. yeah you're driving, nice and clean. driving through driving through eastern kentucky right now um <laughs> but uh I headed back to Tennessee and I had stopped to get gas and I was looking at the directions how to get back. And I get a notification on the, um, on the Slack, uh, channel and somebody had sent a link and I don't have it in front of me, but somebody had sent a tweet saying, Hey, I, I think it was Andrew, uh, Detmer, if I remember correctly, sent a link said, Hey, uh, we have a coach now. And the, the media broke it, broke the story before Indy 11 had a chance to put out a press release. Um, and so I looked at it, wow. You know, this is this is great. And then I immediately hit you up to say, hey, when's the emergency podcast dropping? <laughs> um, and I didn't realize that it was that recent. I thought it I thought it was at least, you know, a few minutes, a few minutes old at that point. But it's a it's a great day. It, no, it is. I, I think number one and we, Tom and I were just talking about this last week we were talking about, okay, there's a lot of people out there that are available. There's probably a lot of good coaches. No, let's hope they make the right decision. But then I kind of said, you got to make a quick decision because if you wait too long, then obviously that puts the team in a lurch, but then your chances of getting the coach or the hot coach or whatever you want to call it could diminish greatly. And, and it's funny, Jason, I don't know if you heard my last podcast. I was up at Grand Park with my son doing some work um, doing some workouts with a team and Iose and Bobby Edwards were there and we were just all talking as soccer fans, which was kind of cool. And I did just kind of stood there and Bobby looked at Iose and Iose looked at Bobby and both of them said, anybody heard about a coach yet? And they were both like, Nope, haven't heard anything. And this was just, you know, about 10 days ago. So I'm kind of thinking in the back of my mind, come on front office, do something. Let's get the coach in place. Let's start putting together now not right not a month before the spring season starts or six weeks and, and, and i really and, and i hope this was my hope jason what i said i i hope mark comes in now that it's now that he's going to be here i hope mark comes in and says we're going to go with what we had in the fall we're not going to disrupt everything everybody's job is on the line go earn it I definitely could see that being uh, a, a philosophy that is taken. The, the first thing that I was thinking uh, as I heard this was this guy had a team doing very well. They were top of the table in their division. Um, they did lose in the playoffs about, you know, 10 or 12 days ago. Um, I think they lost to Oakland in the first round. Or, yeah. I think you'll uh, anyway, so that's, First and foremost, this was a very opportunistic hire because if you wait any longer, he's probably not going to leave. 
Uh, if they if they don't lose, I mean, he's probably not going to leave. And if you wait any longer, any other team that may need a, a coach um, would be all over that as well. And second thing to your point, you know, you need to get a coach in quick because that coach needs to have time to implement his or her philosophy uh, on the pitch, and that involves personnel decisions. This is an off season where you know he's going to have a whole year or a whole uh, off season to kind of put the, put the pieces together in his image. If there is a move that he wants to make, he has the time to, to request those changes as, as he sees fit. And I think that's the biggest thing here is because we're not even to the off season in USL yet. Jordan's still playing. Yeah. You know? and, and, <laughs> yeah. And I have told him many times, do not get comfortable in Texas. Oh no. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> We, uh, you know, I know there's been some, a little bit of healthy uh, skepticism about, oh, well, uh, how is this going to turn out? But I think, I think this move is right along the line of the other moves that Indy 11 has made to allow our players to go somewhere else to, to flourish and to uh, get a moment. Uh, kind of the moment, the spotlight as necessary. We saw it uh, with, I think it was uh, Christian went to the Montreal Impact for yeah. like two weeks uh, a while back. And then obviously uh, that's that's one that happened during the season. That's a big time thing. And I think and, this is just the next thing. Jordan deserved to, oh, to oh, absolutely. No, he does. He's played hard. And, it, and it's funny. I don't know if you heard Greg Rakestraw Soccer Saturday. He actually was talking about this with Jordan. And I didn't know until I heard it with Greg that when um, San Antonio was looking for a keeper, they were actually, Jordan has been on their radar for a while. Interesting. So, yeah, and that's what kind of, kind of makes me take pause. Like, okay, but Jordan, you're an Indy 11 guy, dude. So, and and you know, so I did not hear that, but to, to be fair, Jordan was also the second choice goalie for a long time and so it would not surprise me at all if they were looking for somebody as recently as you know last offseason that maybe they thought all right well he's a second choice guy we want him to be our first choice guy let's make it happen and then when when uh, uh when evan departed for mls obviously that situation changes and i i didn't hear what greg raystraw yeah. had to say but no, it was all good. It was just kind of that, hey, yeah. did you know what was going on? And I think Jordan knew about it, what he was saying at the BYB Awards. But he really couldn't say a whole lot. They had been talking. Right. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's still under contract with us, so I don't see that changing. Right. Um, yeah, and it's like Tom and I, yeah, Tom and I were just talking. Leave the team intact. Leave the, leave the assistant coaches intact. You know, come in, get your philosophy down, say, guys, this is my vision. This is what I would like to see the team do. If you don't agree with that, then you're more than welcome to go find other jobs somewhere, which is fine. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Obviously, I know I have a vested interest in certain people staying here. I think we all do as fans. Um, yes. But those aren't my decisions to make, unfortunately. Um, right. And and so going back to when I spoke with you the first time, it was about mid season. I think we were coming off of a surprise win 
at Tulsa, if I remember correctly, in the middle. I of think summer. it was, yeah. And mm-hmm. we were optimistic that maybe this is maybe this was the uh, turning the, point the switch that was flipped. <laughs> but I made a comment that I, I made a comment that look, time's ticking. You are going to run out of time quicker than than you're yeah. not, and that's inevitably what happened. Um, and with that being said, I also made a comment that Indy Eleven is a a club with more resources, better resources, however you want to phrase it, than most USL clubs. There's no reason that Indy 11 could not go and get a good coach. There should be many in line for this job, should it open up, and obviously it did. And and I think what it comes down to is Indy 11 went out and got a guy who had a team, you know, as far as I'm concerned, overachieving. They certainly surpassed my expectations this season. Obviously, they had kind of the, the issue in the playoffs and they ended up losing to Oakland. And maybe they peaked too early, maybe. But at the same time, this is a swing for the fences type of hire. And to, to Indy 11's credit, the front office went and got it done. They got a guy with a... Oh, I agree. Somebody opened up the checkbook and said, okay, if this is what it takes, this is what it takes. Yeah, and sometimes that's what you have to do. This team is more talented than just about any other side in terms of individual talent on on paper in the league. And so there's no reason that this team should be missing the playoffs, let alone in the way that it did. And we always thought, well, this team has a chance to be better. They should be better. Maybe if we had a, a coach with a vision that, that worked, obviously with Coach Rennie, it didn't work out uh, long-term with him. And, you know, all the best to him. And then, obviously, all the best to Max as well. I think he did the best he could in a in Yeah, a, Max, Max was dealt a shorthand. Yeah, I, I think yeah, – and I agree, Jason. I think Max was dealt – he had to play the cards he was dealt. It really wasn't his team. It was just finish out the year, do the best you can. Um, so, yeah, because you're not going to go and get a, no, a no. coach in the middle of the year. And, no, exactly. And if you do, it's not somebody who you probably want because they're unemployed. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's the thing here because a lot of people were like, oh, well, let's go and get, you know, John Hackwood, myself included. I thought he would have been great. There are a lot of behind the scenes things uh, potentially preventing something like that from happening. But outside of him in particular, there's not really anybody that you could go and get at that point in time that would make this team better than Max Rogers would make it. Yeah. And what's interesting is Lowry takes El Paso. It was just interesting how fast they let him go. Was the expectation to, for them to go to the championship? Who knows, you know, but here's, what's funny. And we'll go back to the USL championship. So we're sitting the other night watching San Antonio. We're enjoying the game. Jordan had a great game and I'm sitting there going, man, to have that kind of defense in front of you makes your life as a keeper pretty darn special. Um, Absolutely. And it was just beautiful to watch. And so the game's over. They win. And my wife's like, is Jordan playing again? I said, yep. Now he's in the Western Conference Championship, and he'll be playing the winner of Orange County, Oakland. And it looks like Orange County is going to play San Antonio FC. And then Louisville is going to play Tampa Bay. And I'm like, honey, how ironic would it be for a San Antonio-Louisville championship? And Louisville would host as well. So – all I'm saying is if San we're Antonio gone. No. 
as long as San Antonio wins the Western Conference and, and if it's ended up in Louisville, I think the BYB needs to make a, a trip. Oh, you already um, know that's going to happen. Yeah, it'll be a Jordan Far. It'll be a Jordan Far extravaganza to Louisville. It, um, it might. That's that's as close to a home game as it would get for San Antonio in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and I honestly, I honestly believe that would happen. I mean, you know how the I BYB travels. Yeah, <laughs> the problem and, would and be getting tickets, but at least we could tailgate. Yeah. And and see, that's where we would have to go through El Paso to get tickets. And you know. As far as I know, they would get an allotment of some sort. I don't know for yeah. sure how that would work. You'd have to talk with, um, with like talk Amanda. Amanda or Catherine that. or whoever. Yeah, I'll talk to the Yeah, Amanda, the Catherine, Andrew, potentially. They might all know. I don't know exactly how it works, but the assumption is the away team would get an allotment, and then they would say, all right, we've got you know these X. diehard fans that are going to travel up there. And then they already know that there's there's some – Oh, San Antonio knows. Who would 100% oh, yeah, yeah. come down there. Oh, yeah. And see, before you return those tickets, before you do that, you would 100% sell them to the Indy 11 fans. And, oh, absolutely. It'd be a, and yeah. sure, sure, we may not be in the in the playoffs, but one of our guys is, and oh, would it be sweet to go <laughs> and, and celebrate one of our guys beating Louisville City. That it it be would awesome. be uh, that, you know, I like that whole scenario, Jason. I could, I can, I can dig it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And it's funny because yeah, San Antonio has embraced Jordan as their own. Everything that I've read, the videos I've seen, the Instagram post, they have really loved this guy. Like he's their own. He's just kind of fallen into place down there. He's enjoying it. Him and his wife and his dog are down there right now. Um, but I keep reminding him and his family Nah, bud, you're coming back to Indy. You will be coming back home. So, um, but that would be a beautiful scenario. Louisville versus San Antonio. San Antonio comes up, plays in Louisville, beats Louisville. He gets a trophy. Life is good. Yeah. Nobody deserves it more than Jordan Farr, too. He, he's awesome, and I'm very, very happy for him to be getting this opportunity to shine. It's a, an opportunity that he deserves. And, um, oh, yeah. And I think, I think with the with the new coaching hire, I think there's a chance that this could be um, him shining for Indy 11 next year. Yeah, Obviously, it, that's optimistic, but no, I, I, you got to get into the dance. No, you yeah, but, get into the dance. Yeah, but I do believe what you're saying, Jason, is a very valid point. If we go back and we look at the season with Jordan, Jordan got hurt. He was out for six weeks. This was really his first full time. You're the one keeper. Here we go. This is your season. Um, yep. He gets hurt against Pittsburgh, goes out for six weeks. That was a bummer, but Bobby's a great keeper, too. There's taking nothing away from Bobby. He has a lot of ups on his side, too. The team did okay. We sustained. Jordan comes back. And what I really was interesting to watch was his development throughout the year towards the end of the year. He was just getting better and better and better. And then I say to myself, imagine if we had that six weeks back. I think the season would have looked different, but I, I would like to agree with that. I just don't know that I do. Jordan, the thing about it for me is there were a lot of problems with Indy 11 and a lot of kind of holes to plug and none of them involved Jordan Farr. No. Um, and, and I think primarily it's in front of Jordan. What is the issue? And, and like I said, hopefully um, this new coach, will come in and uh, Mark Lowry is his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Lowry. Yep. 
um, without it being just in front of me looking at it. Uh, I've already forgotten. Mark Lowry had El Paso in a good spot. Obviously, they bowed out a little early in the playoffs, but he had this team in a good spot, and you just have to get to the playoffs. Once you're there, anything can happen. And and the problem is Indy 11 had a more talented uh, roster top to bottom than just about everybody else in the league for two seasons and didn't make the playoffs either time. And that's unacceptable. And we, as supporters, deserve better. The, the club as a whole deserved better than that. And I think this is the first step towards getting back because there's no reason this team cannot be great. Obviously, we don't have a stadium. Um, you know, announce 11 Park uh, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't but, that be a double whammy for the day? Man. There's no reason you'd have to pull over, Jason. You'd have to pull over the car and just stop. <laughs> if if Indy Eleven Park got announced while I was driving, I probably would. But the problem is, I'm driving to work. I got to go on air. It's gotcha. Seven o'clock right now. Got to I got to get back to Tennessee <laughs> for um, for work this evening. But but yeah, there's no reason that Indy Eleven cannot be great. It, the The club has shown that they will do what they need to do. And the club has also shown that they will allow players to go to the next level, which is a conversation we had um, the, the first time I was on. But that's so important when you're recruiting players in the offseason. Yep. If you have guys that either are kind of cast-offs from MLS or guys who want to be in MLS one day, Indy 11 is a path to get you to or back to back MLS. To. Yep. And with that being said, that's so important when you're building a team and that gives your team an advantage over others who may or may not be so willing to let you go. And with a new coach, especially so early, like I said, this, this team probably will stay largely intact. I I think that for the most part, your star players, you know, your Iose's, your Jordan Fars, your Neville Hackshaw's, as long as he doesn't get an MLS call will largely remain intact. But as far as supplemental players, players to kind of round out the team, this guy can have his own say now and build the rest of this team in his image. And that's so exciting as, as a supporter. So here, here's what's kind of funny. I've got the USL page up right now, Jason. So officially, this came out today at noon that Locomotive FC announces departure of Mark Lowry. So let's. Let's just play devil's advocate. This probably happened about 11 in the morning, maybe 10. They probably had to sit down. He was gone. How fast did that phone call go from Indy to Lowry? And that's fast. See, I would almost, and and again, I'm not terribly familiar with how this would work uh, as far as the front office is concerned. I would, I would venture to say it was probably a done deal that he had already interviewed with Indy 11 and he wanted to take the job. And that's why they announced him departing. Not that they wanted to lose him necessarily. There may be some compensation going back to, to El Paso from, from our end, whether that be monetary or right. whatever. I would venture to say that's probably what happened is that he wanted to interview for this job. And, and, and while El Paso did very well, um, Indy 11 is one of the premier brands in USL. And as much as we've struggled, that's still the case. 
and and so it, I know there are probably some some supporters of, of various clubs, including El Paso, that probably see this as a lateral or even a downgrade of a move uh, for, for Lowry. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't agree with that. I think Indy 11 is a better opportunity oh, yeah. than, than most of these other clubs, especially, I know Indy 11 is not that much older, but especially with a club that's so new and may not have as as strong of stability, as ironic as that is to say about Indy 11, um, having some stability. But I think that he probably wanted to take the job and said, hey, look, this is it. And then they probably had a pre uh, a predetermined some sort of compensation package if he were to take the job. And, and now Indy 11 has a coach. No matter how yeah. you get there, we have as a coach. exciting as the yeah. – yeah. No matter how you get there, it's exciting. And what's exciting about it is look how quick it happened, how early, how how far away we are from a spring season. So yeah. this is good news versus February rolling around and we still don't have a coach yet. And that was what that was my fear. People, myself included, that, were worried about. I, I was fearing, okay, we're going to jack around, mess around, mess around. All these coaches are going to come and go, and then we're going to be left with, well, this is what's left, and okay, let's do our best, and here we go right. again. Yeah. And that's a very valid concern given how things have operated in the past, but this is, this is the thing with Indy 11. Sure, that's happened before, but Indy 11's front office is continuously learning, and I think that it's a lot to do with just the newness of the club and, um, and some of the, the people in the front office that are making decisions like this are kind of new to, um, to soccer and to how kind of sports work. Obviously, uh, a few people in the front office came from other, uh, other forms of sport to be in, uh, in the Indy 11 front office. The front office is constantly learning from their mistakes. And this is certainly evidence of that there is no more there is no more tangible evidence than this oh with no without a doubt they 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 made the decision they made it quick it's done now we can settle in and and move forward Um, and it was very opportunistic too to their credit that was yes that was a uh a very slick and cheeky move but it, it was one that came out of left field but i'm not mad I didn't no. expect it because I, my expectations weren't this high. No, and that's I, great. I didn't expect when I saw the name, then I saw the pedigree and I'm like, what? We did what? Because like you said, we're learning front office is learning. Now my question is, are they going to give him the technical directorship as he should have? Are they going to let him kind of say, these are the boys. These are my, these are my starters that, or is, you know what I mean? Are they going to give him not only the head coach position, but let's make him technical director too. I think that it's, I, I doubt he takes the job without being guaranteed some level of control. And I think that's another thing that makes Indy 11 great is Indy 11 is willing to give opportunities to these people if they can do it. And I think his, his word is going to have a lot of weight. It's going to carry a lot of weight in 
like I was saying earlier, personnel decisions. And my thing is, I don't think he's going to see a whole lot of holes in this in this roster as it is. This squad is pretty good top to bottom, but there are some obvious ones that need to be filled. But you know, overall, it's a pretty solid squad, and I think that you know, supplementing those guys and rounding out the rounding out the squad with more players in his in his image, that's going to be that's going to be something that makes this team uh, even better than it would be just, you know, putting him at the, at the helm and making it better. Cause there's no reason to, there's no reason to hire a guy away from another club who has had success in all of his seasons at this past club and then not let him make some personnel decisions. You don't want to hire a guy just to say, all right, well, we're, we're doing this my way. You know, we're not going to hire a coach and say, look, you've got – you don't have any say. We're just going to give you what you get. Yeah, especially with his pedigree. Right. It, it, you know, if this, was, if this was a Max Rogers level hire, somebody that we were you're sh- shooting for the moon, hoping that he could take the next step as a head coach, but he was an assistant coach, then I could see, all right, maybe you try to just put the best talent in front of him and hope, hope for the best. This guy is not out of that mold. He's already shown – He's already proven to have success, and he's gotten El Paso into the playoffs every year he's been there. And, again, that's – we talk about wanting to win a championship, but you've got to make the playoffs first. And as 2019 showed, you can win. You know, you can get in and do well and make a good run. You just have to get there. Getting there is the biggest concern. Yeah. Once you're there, once you're there, anybody can win on any given night. And you set yourself up to be, to have the best chance that you can have to win and to be successful, but you've got to get there first. And this, this club has not been able to do that, but this guy has been able to do that. And that's why it's so, such an astonishing hire, but I'm so happy. Well, here's what, now here's what's funny, Jason. And, and I think we all can, can kind of agree to this. We all know we have the talent on the pitch. That There's never been any debate about, man, our team has some serious problems. The talent is there. The core of the team is very talented. Right Now it looks like that missing piece has been placed in the puzzle. So yeah. spring is going to be very interesting. I, I And I wonder what the players are thinking. Um, I've got some messages out to players, and I haven't heard back yet. Um, but I, I can't wait to see what I get back in my instant messaging. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to hear what the consensus is. I'm very excited to hear, you know, what you talk about with other people as well. Cause I assume I'm not going to be the only one that, that you speak to. Oh no. Uh, Amanda's next, loading up on days. caffeine. Amanda's loading up on caffeine as we speak, man, we need to get Amanda in now. I want to <laughs> talk to Amanda. <laughs> Let me see if I can raise her up real quick. Hang on. Let me see if I can send her an invite. Uh, um, God, any, if we get Amanda on the phone right now, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not the only one that you're going to talk to. I'm very much looking forward to hearing what everybody else has to say about this. My immediate thought, though, was, "Wow, this was far sur- surpassing my pretty low, admittedly, uh, expectations." And <laughs> well, you're the one that alerted it to me. That's so crazy. I'm like, I'm like I said, I'm just sitting here working, and then I saw your notification. Somebody said something about Q. I mean, I just saw, you know, Q the smoke was mentioned. I'm like, well, okay. What? 
Oh, wait. Okay. Thanks, Jason. Now I got to start searching all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to make your day. No, 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 no. Uh, You've made busier, my day. But... Be- and it's because I've been sitting around going, okay, it's getting ready to be the off season. I'm going to put some filler shows in, try to reach out to some players, see what the front office can help me with, to try to put some stuff together. You've just given me. Well, this will surely start your. Uh... <laughs> Mark has given me plenty of offseason stuff to talk about. Absolutely. This is the, your show is going to write itself for the next few weeks. <laughs> as we see kind of how this goes. No, exactly. Don't that you is... love when that happens? Yes. It makes life uh, very, very easy for me. And right now I'm getting a response from a player. So stand by. Ooh. He's type, he's typing back to me. All I said was new coo- new coach. Woohoo. Congratulations. And then it said he's typing and then he stopped typing. I hate the three dots that go away. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming he's trying to word himself very carefully. <laughs> he's probably, he's probably, or he, maybe he doesn't know also. who knows. Maybe he's like, what are you talking about? Not <laughs> so <laughs> no. he's I'm probably sure trying know. to word it, word his response very, very carefully and, and tactically. And then also decide whether or not he wants to go on the record with saying anything at all yet before the club yeah. says anything. Oh um, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so. I got it. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah, because it said he was typing, then dot, 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 and then it went away. So, anyway, it is what it is. This, I'm not... these, are the, these are the responses that we love. Oh, absolutely. I just hit up yeah, Amanda. We need all, said... of the, all of the immediate reactions. That makes the best content. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm hitting up players all the time. Let's see. Congrats on the new coach. Send. You know who I'm going to hit up? My buddy in Texas. Congrats, we have a new coach. See what he has to say. <laughs> he may be a practice, though. Well, you know, maybe. Um, it's it's certainly certainly not a bad place to be at this point in time of the year. No, absolutely. You know, if you're still if you're still practicing this late into the uh, this late into the calendar, you know you're doing pretty well for yourself. And, and so, that's um, you know, hopefully that's us coming up. Hopefully. Hopefully uh, the BYB is still trying to uh, save voice for uh, one or two more matches at this point in 2022. So, yeah, I just hit up five players. Um, We'll see. And all I said was congrats on the new coach. So I certainly appreciate you having me on. I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if I have anything else much to say. I'd certainly love to hear what you had to say to Amanda, though, or what Amanda has to say. That's, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to hearing what everybody else has to say and I hit, hearing everybody else's reactions. Well, here's the deal. I hit up Amanda. Up. I said, "How about three o'clock?" Is what I initially said. I just sent her a DM saying, "Hey, join us now." If she can't join us now, let me send her a text. If she wants to come on at three, Jason, you willing to come back? Yeah, I should still be on the road, so I'm I'm happy to do whatever. I just I don't want to I don't want to you know take up too much of your time. But oh no, this is this is like breaking news, like from the sports desk, you know. So yeah, I just text her. So we'll see. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I you know I I talk a lot, but I'm almost speechless. I was almost speechless then, and you know I gave kind of my side, you know. And it's still a little bit, it's still a little bit, you know, shocking to me and in, in the best way, you know, oh. 
we all talk a little tongue in cheek about how we have expectations with with this club, given the the history and and just the disappointments that that we have endured as supporters. But this is a great day to be an Indy Eleven supporter, one hundred percent. This is a shoot for the moon hire, and I am thrilled. Yeah, I agree. And I think everybody is, um, those that know. Okay, so Tom just hit me up on, on IM out of the UK, and his emoji was the shocked face. So, yes. <laughs> so, and I just put on the Q the Smoke Twitter page, 3 p.m. roundtable today for a T- CTS recording. So hopefully folks will DM me, and I'll start sending the link to everybody. Yeah, that so you know, that would be great. If we I'd get, love to, yeah, love to hop back in and, and see what everybody else has to say. But uh, thanks for having me on. I, you know, it certainly is fun to talk about, and uh, it's helping me um, get kind of kill time because it's a long drive. So, any anything we can, anything we can do to help Jason, I'm gonna let you go. I don't know about you, but I sounded really good in these headphones. 